everybody. Welcome to episode 139 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. All right. I didn't know if I was going to go for my middle name on that, but I was like, maybe I'll save that for next week. Why you ever do. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So welcome to our, our latest episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Just right off the top here, let's go ahead and say, send us your stuff. We love chatting with you. Find us on Instagram at Go Gorilla Film. Send us an email. We love watching y'all's stuff and chatting with y'all. So just go ahead and send y'all stuff. No, please stop that. Okay, immediately. (laughs) All right, Uh, send us your crap. Let's watch it together. Okay, good, good times. All right, Uh, what do we have in store for them today? Jesus, you're in rare form. Yeah, just wait. Well, I just got our taxes back. Why are you screaming? (laughs) Because we just got our taxes back. So screaming. It's annoying that we even work. Well, I've been out of work for some time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Um, all right, so yeah, it, it's it, 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 we just we're gonna keep it brief. Yeah, it's a brief one. Just being breezy. Being breezy. I'm breezy. You can't say that you're breezy. It negates the breezy. <laughs> so we we watched some things. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that it it it's a coincidence that. So the, the two things that we watched, we had talked about last week that we were going to watch the little things and we did get to watch it. And then we were kind of, there was a toss between like three films and uh, we decided to go with Malcolm and Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just a coincidence that it was like a Washington, Washington yeah. kind of weekend. Yeah. Um, but it was. But it was. Uh, so um, turns out that, you know, we got one movie with... The Washington, and then uh, another movie with the younger Washington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The 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 fruit of of one's loins. Sure, one can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say that. Yeah, you look confused. <laughs> no, well, that's just my. I have resting confused face. Ah, you know, that's just how I am. But uh, yeah, so which one, what, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I guess we'll talk about little things because we did mention that we were gonna we were gonna see that. And, okay. Uh, so spoilers. Well, there's always spoilers. We're reviewing a film for for Pete's sake. Yeah. So, but just you know, I just like to give people a heads up just in case this is their first rodeo. So this is a this is a writer director. Mm-hmm. Always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you follow the story a bit on it, uh, the script was like from the '90s. It was like an older script and um, took a gajillion years to get produced. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. So okay. So it definitely. The, uh, well, anyway, so uh, John Lee Hancock, hello, mm-hmm. and uh, starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, Jared Leto, um, Natalie Morales, a couple mm-hmm. other familiar faces also. Um, it had, I, you know, it's weird because you're going in knowing something, but even, I, I'd like to think that if I didn't have the information, I would have said there's something about the way this was filmed that seems vintage. Yeah. Recent yeah. vintage. Yeah. Um, and... It does have this very like there was just the there was this weird way that things were filmed and scripted, just paced in the nineties. Yeah, it's just like a feel like seven. Yeah, and I feel like this is cr- like I mean crime dramas. Yeah, specifically had a way of being. Everything did like rom coms in the nineties had mm-hmm. their own thing. Uh, kids movies in the nineties had their own thing. You know, everything just was completely different. And um, so this definitely had like that nineties tone to it you know like thriller detective cop killer movie thing it's like it's like a a script that was written and then 
after they after someone saw seven and they're like let's make more of these and then but they're like oh let's just nah let's i think it. he claimed that he wrote this before seven oh um which there's no way of proving proving he could yeah. just be saying that we don't know but that's that was his claim that he that he had wrote wrote this uh, that he had written it and before not that, that they're comparable necessarily other than the fact they that they're I mean, like, I think people probably, there's always somebody that'll be like, oh, it's trying to be seven. And I'm like, nah, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. I don't even know why. I'm assuming if he mentioned that, that it was probably because someone made a reference. Why would yeah. you just randomly say, like mention seven? They're not even close to the same kind of movie. Yeah. Um, but it had that very specific 90s kind of feel. So look, you know, you have a good cast. Mm-hmm. it's Denzel Washington. Like you're not going to get a bad performance out of Denzel Washington. That's kind of a, that's a given. Yeah. Um, Rami Malek, I know you kind of have like a slight issue with his characters. No, I don't. I don't. And I think he's a good actor. It's just, and this is totally my thing. This isn't no shade on him, but I just always see him as like a bad person, like the evil, like the antagonist, right? I don't know why. I don't know why either. I shouldn't because he was so great and... and like the uh, only time he's been evil was in a movie that didn't even come out yet. Yeah, but he has this very <laughs> specific kind of way of being, you know, and... and it's his voice yeah. and his face is sinister. Yeah. And this is... But he's great, you know, he's a great yeah, actor, he is. so... But, I mean, here's the thing, is that, like, your facial structure plays a big part in the type of roles that you're going to get and how people how believable those parts are. He has a very distinctive face, very distinctive features. His eyes are large, they're kind of like set apart. Yeah. Um and he has like a bit of an overbite and he has like a speech, I don't want to say impediment, but because of the way his teeth are positioned, he talks a very in a very distinctive way. You yeah. know it's Rami it's Malek always, It talking. always seems very tense the way he's delivering well, he doesn't like open his mouth very wide when yeah. he talks, and that maybe because of his so, bone structure. So yeah. he sounds so for me, sounds like for himself. me, you know, I, I you know, it, it was fun. like halfway through the film, it was like, okay, I, I was in the character, but like at the beginning, it was just kind of jarring because the way he delivered the the performance or the lines uh, seemed like he was he just did not like Denzel Washington's character, and then halfway through, when they start to, or even sooner than that, then when they start to kind of like when he starts to like they start to buddy up or whatever for lack of a better phrase then uh i still feel like he was up to something you know i didn't get i didn't feel that what i felt was that the transition was way too fast i felt like the second he found out that he was the replacement then all of a sudden he felt one he did like a complete 180 on the way that he felt about him which i found Like, he didn't ease into it at all. It was just, like, all of a sudden, like, first he was having his car towed, and then the next thing, you know, he's like, hey, let's be partners. And I was like, how did this happen? So Just because he had gotten that information. Um, Anyway, so my issue with pretty much, maybe not so much Leto's character, but with with Malik and and Washington's character, I felt like they were bored. Like, I felt (laughs) like these parts were too easy. Yeah. Like, there was, I don't know, I can't really describe it. It was like, Denzel Washington looked and felt legitimately bored. Like, he Mm -hmm. just was like, I don't know, it was such a strange, because you're so used to him having outbursts, Mm -hmm. you know, you think of, like, um, fences and, um, um, uh, was, Jesus Christ, with Ethan Hawke. Uh, I don't know. You know, well, anyway. you know where he plays the, the crooked cop. And, you yeah, know, yeah. He's so boisterous, and you hear that. You know, John Q. Oh, was that Judgment Day? No. What's Judgment Day? Judgment Night? 
I'm like, what am I thinking of? Oh, that's the one where they go in the Judgment RV and they get, they get stuck in the, the hood or whatever and they have to survive. <laughs> like a judgment day. All right. Um, yeah, you know, he just like, I, the, the movies that, that I know him for, Training Day, you're thinking of. Training Day. Um, you know, like Book of Eli. And, yeah. You know, I think I've seen Equalizer. I don't remember much about it, but even, you know, he plays like these very like intense characters and mm -hmm. he has this, uh, he has like this real like shit eating laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so in this, he was just so like, I, don't, I mean, you know, someone said, well, the character was defeated. Like, I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't feel like, yeah, he was divorced and yeah. this, this murder that wasn't solved was eating at him. And then the thing that happens, we won't give everything away. Uh, which, I mean, we're giving enough away, so you probably we've ruined most yeah. of it. But, you know, then there's like this major thing that we find out about that that happened. And it's like, so that eats away. But I don't know. It's just like, it was so like aloof kind of. Yeah. I just felt like the character wasn't challenging enough or, yeah. or the script or something like that. And Malik also just seemed kind of like bored. Yeah. There was definitely like a a level of like, like there was no intensity to it. There, was, there felt like there was no like... Uh, immediacy to anything, yeah, or whatever you know. And um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna give everything away, but like the way that it ends, I'm just. I was like, I'm not sure what I was supposed to take from that. You know, I don't know if they. I mean that. I mean, I, look, that I, I, I got, but it, I saw it coming. Like when you, you know, oh, the package arrived. I'm like, I already know that he's he's planting this to just ease. It. I think the thing, like, so here's the thing. At the end, he sort of sees Malik as like a son. You know, yeah. like he, he says to him, it's the little things and this and that. And so he sees him. He has even said it that he sees him in himself. Right. Mm -hmm. He knows how torn he is by what he did incorrectly. Right. So he did something out. Um, he made a very huge mistake, which has eaten at him and ruined his life. At the end, when he sends him the package, it's to spare him of that. Yeah. That's all the ending was, was really to see, you know, no, that he I know, was but, sparing but, him of, of having to live ever, with that guilt. And... Did they, they, you know, they they obviously alluded to this, to Jared Leto's character being the the perpetrator, I guess. But I don't know if they ever... I don't ever, think he was. I don't know if they ever solidified it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, did he just kill this... Uh, no. Kill this guy and, yeah. and, and then just gets away with well, it and, look, and that's that? The, 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 that aspect obviously of it... Obviously it was an accident, That but aspect still. of it I do appreciate just in that watching a lot of crime shows and and following that since well, I was, didn't do anything it since seems, I, he, since I was a, a teenager dude, yeah then... so following these stories almost every I think practically every um like national news type murderer that has uh run amok if you will uncaught oh there's always people that allude to the fact that they know who the killer is or that they themselves are the killer. It's just a weird attention thing that people, because like, first of all, the, the, the evidence is going to prove otherwise, but I just, so I don't know why people do it, but they always do. Mm -hmm. And many times it's been, you know, I've watched these, I've watched shows and followed stories that you're like, oh, that's definitely the person because they're creepy or they have, oh, well, this, this person was convicted of rape. So automatically, right. You're like, they have a history. Yeah. This is the person. That doesn't mean they are. Right. And so I I appreciated that. Yeah, major spoilers actually at this point uh -huh. because we've already said it. Um, but yeah, so I think that, you know, look, I've I've known people like that, you know, that kept stuff that's like, wow, that looks really incriminating to the wrong person or like, mm -hmm. why are you 
collecting an article for murders or something like that, you know, and at if you you know at face value, it's just it's like well the, you've got your person. Yeah. But there's just people that are like that. They're just creepy and they take interest in things that um, others wouldn't necessarily deem uh, normal or appropriate. And mm-hmm. um, I think the fact that he never found the I think they were alluding to the fact that if he had killed that girl, he likely would have had the brain. And he didn't. When right, he right. looked in the box. And so obviously he's like, I'm going to have to create this farce because this kid's going to like fall into, you know, he's going to go into the downward spiral and never come yeah, out of it. Yeah. Um, Leto was just a creepy dude who was able to outsmart them. I mean, he was playing a game. He liked it. Yeah. He liked oh, yeah. them he thinking that he was the guy. And yeah. he liked making them look stupid when they couldn't prove it and this and that. All right. So Leto. I'm not going to say that Leto. I'm his his history of being a fucking creep um aside like if we're separating the art from the artist like leto's a good actor mm-hmm. um but he for, to me he's like the epitome of an over actor mm. it's like he puts 175,000% into characters that don't require it I feel like that character would have been way creepier if he had toned it down like 97 points. Yeah. It was just so much. And like when Jared, when Jared well, yeah. Leto just plays regular characters, like regular people that aren't sinister, I can tolerate him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you give him like Suicide Squad, when you give him like Blade Runner, anything where he has to be like some ethereal, untouchable kind of yeah. weird person, he goes too freaking far with it. And this character was the same. Like he had like a schnoz put on him and he was always so greasy, which made no. <laughs> the first thing when that was like they're breaking in the apartment, it's going to look like a hovel. It must because he obviously doesn't bathe. Yeah. And so that kind of part of it, I didn't like. I wished that his apartment had matched what they made the character out to be because there's no way that a person that oily would have had a clean apartment. Yeah. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. It's very oily. He was so oily. <laughs> like he dipped his head in Crisco every morning. Yeah. It was like his hair was never clean, which is like, fine, there's people like that, but their apartment and their kitchen especially is not going to look yeah. clean. They're going to be all over the place. And so it, that didn't match um, the, that little interrogation they had when they first got him like was good mm-hmm. you know but then there was times where he just again like just, it was like bring it down like you're yeah. just you're taking it much too far and i don't know it, it i don't know what it is with him it, yeah. it's just he he goes too far yeah yeah I, I wasn't too taken out of it with with his you know no, take, take on me the out. character or whatever it was like whatever he did i did i could, I could have seen it being played much more subtle yeah. and been more effective but um yeah, I don't know. I just don't know the the point of it all. You know, it's like I get the relationship between the two. They had this very, you know, seven relationship, I guess, because it's <laughs> the the races of the people, you know, sort of. But even though Riley oh, Ralph's yeah. not like white, whatever. But I guess um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just was like, OK, that happened to, for me. You know, it wasn't. OK, you know what? I guess that's what the comparison is, that he's like this young detective that's being taught by the older detective yeah i mean but it's there's a lot of films I mean, like that yeah of course I but I, I don't know like seven was way better <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but i don't know it just was like okay yeah it was okay and look i the rami malik thing i i i hope he works and i'd like to see him do more diverse roles but 
just for some reason in this role. It, it, he played I, Freddie Mercury for yeah. Pete's sake. How much more does he have to prove himself to you? <laughs> no, I'm saying he's good. I just didn't. I, I I think he was miscast in this. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Although, I mean, look, you know, he he has the ability to because or was given bad direction. The thing know. the thing of it is that even when he played. Freddie Mercury playing Freddie Mercury was, uh, you know, they did amazing with the costume and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. he, he just, you know, he they he embodied the character, but you know, it was still Rami Malek, yeah, to me because his voice is very distinctive. He brought it up a little bit, uh-huh. um, but I I thought it was I thought he was really really good. It's just again when you have like if you look at someone like Freddie Mercury, you can't make somebody like that look very different without a whole bunch of prosthetics and, yeah. and stuff like that. He has a very distinctive face, very distinctive jawline, the way his teeth were set. And so I think that Rami Malek also starting out in Mr. Robot, where he plays this very like emotionless yeah. kind of monotone character, you're always thinking like so that. I think that's probably why you always think something's up with him because he's like in like hacker. That's <laughs> how we were introduced to him was in as you know, in Mr. Maybe, Robot. Maybe, I don't know. I just feel like it's like Game of Thrones where you're too like, intense for everything, for whatever. For I his think own it's, good. I think it's his jawline and his speech that he sounds, his voice is very deep and distinct. And mm-hmm. so it's hard to think of him as not being like really serious or maybe sinister because mm-hmm. of that. And you, you kind of expect something like that from him because of the way he looks and sounds. But yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was okay. This was definitely a perfect example of a freaking trailer that played out way better than the film. Mm. Uh, I saw the trailer and I was like, yes, yes, Leto, fine, yes, let's do this. <laughs> and then I got the movie and I was like, oh, I mean, I kind of saw it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a little bit different. But then when I think back on the trailer, I'm like, you just can't, you know, especially by giving that that scene of, of him pulling up and air gunning him. They put that in the trailer. So I was already like, yeah, this is going to be a cat and mouse thing. This isn't just someone they suspect. Like, yeah. This is a cat and mouse thing. And I already know that Jared Leto's character is going to like try to outsmart them. Yeah. Stop it with that shit. They give so much stuff away in trailers. I cannot stand it. Yeah. The cool car, though. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Is, I mean, it's a Nova. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. So between Paul and I, I actually know more about cars than he does. Not under the hood. Like he can do stuff under the hood a little bit. I don't, I can't do, I mean, I can, I, I changed an S-belt once. You, it was you a fucking pain in the ass. You appreciate classic muscle cars. I do. I do. Um, And so I have, I'm like that weird person that's like driving and a hundred feet away. I could be like, oh, is that a Cutlass? Wait, no. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. That's Cutlass. <laughs> And I, I'll look over at him. He's like, I don't know. It's an old car. <laughs> like, Goes fast. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, a little bit of a, not like in any way as uh, invested as other people are, but mm-hmm. more so than your average person. I could usually pick out, especially like the classics, like a Camaro, a Nova, a Cutlass, you know, th- those types of cars had very distinctive, like dusters. They had yeah. very distinctive looks and grills, and I've memorized them. Grills. Grills. So Novas are not, they're not. Very cool cars, technically. Mm. They seem cool now, but at the time, yeah. they were uh, unfortunately named, and uh, it, it didn't do well. They yeah. didn't last too long. Poor bastards. Yeah. But you could drive through a building with them and only have a scratch, so. Yeah. True that. <laughs> Important things. So, okay, so now moving on to, on to, on to a younger Washington, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't resemble him at all. No. Like, at all. No. I would have... I would have thought that it was just a coincidence. Like, oh, it's just, I mean, Washington's a really 
common name. So it'd be yeah. like, oh, his Nate last name's Washington. If somebody was like, oh, yeah, Washington, I would have been like, right, Washington. <laughs> like, yeah. what's your point? Oh, Denzel Washington? Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. Oh, I, this movie was exhausting. <laughs> so I... Um, I literally felt tired after this movie. Yeah. Like you do when you have those, those big fights. Okay, so just a little information. So this was... Um, uh, written and directed by Sam Levison. And um, so apparently the, uh, the, the premise for, or like the idea for it, uh, for Levison, I think Levison is a creator for Euphoria, right? Which- Oh, is that? I, I never watched Euphoria. I think, I've watched a couple episodes. I couldn't really get into it. Um, I think I'm too old for it. But um, I believe Levison is a cre- one of the creators or directors or something for that. And, and Zendaya is in that. And so- Filming had halted, obviously, and mm-hmm. to a full stop. And so Levison created this film so that the crew can continue working or at mm-hmm. least have some type of income mm-hmm. uh, during the pandemic, which is pretty cool. And then um, I think he also gave points to the crew so that um, they're able to get royalties and things like that. Mm. I read a couple. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I read a couple reviews um, and. The ones that I read seemed to be pretty brutal, which oh, really? I didn't understand. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't expect this. I mean, a, a couple of them for like, it was like when it was the social media ones, it was like, yeah, of course you're going to say that. It was like some some person wearing like a Confederate flag shirt from Georgia. Like, <laughs> I'm not watching this stupid film. Like, why the hell would you watch this film? <laughs> like, clearly you're not going to watch this yeah. film. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, uh, John David Washington and Zendaya are the, the only two actors in this film. And um, it's it's in black and white. It's very artsy. And for a brief moment in the beginning, I thought, oh, this grain is going to distract me. Because it had like that 90s grain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was black and white and it had a very like 8 millimeter grain. Yeah, it. it had had a grain that, you know, wasn't like a, a very... Uh, uh, HD crisp type, mm-hmm. you know, black and white. It it was grainy. And I'm like, I get that. That's an aesthetic choice. And but it was a little bit distracting in the beginning. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, I I don't I hope that doesn't because weird I'm not saying it's justified, but weird things will annoy me. You can sit through something that has not great audio and you could still kind of like you'll force yourself to be invested where I'm like, this sounds like shit. I can't even I cannot like mm-hmm. wait till like if it's if it's the streaming thing, like I don't know what it is. If it's if something sounds bad and there's no way to fix it, it, it was actually in the production. I 90 percent chance I'm not going to sit through it because mm. I, I, I'm lost. Right. But um, I didn't even pay attention to the grain once shit started happening. Right. So like the first 10 minutes is deceiving because you're like, I'm going to get the most pretentious bullshit for the next nearly two hours. Yeah. And like I knew like. Let me just say, I knew the performance would be good. Yeah. I didn't think that that wasn't going to be good. But I thought, like, if it's if it continues in this pace and this, like, uh, this kind of one-shot, like, type of thing that they were doing and, you know, I was like, I don't know, that's going to get me dizzy after a while. Like, mm-hmm. can we not do this through the whole film? It was just, like, the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Then the shit hits the fan. and then you're not even paying attention to all of that technical shit anymore because you're just like invested in or at least i was in this really toxic slash amusing type of uh dynamic that this couple has yeah 
So you were a little bit like on the fence about the fact that he was a filmmaker because you don't like filmmakers. Yeah, I have this. In... That's that's my thing. I have this thing when 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 films are about filmmakers, it just yeah. feels too meta, maybe for me mm-hmm. or something, whatever. But whatever. I mean, it didn't it didn't take me out of the film. It's just a little pet peeve of mine for some yeah. reason. I don't know. Well, but the the movie I thought the movie was was fantastic and 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 it was really really good. My only one critique, and it's like super nitpicky because the film was so good, is that like I felt like some of the dialogue was yes. a little like um, pretentious. Yeah, and like I, like these people wouldn't argue like that. You know what I mean? They yeah. Like the some of the words they would chose or phrases were just very written. You know. Yeah, I did. I definitely felt that. It felt ironically, it had a '90s feel. Do you remember in the 90s, a lot of dialogue had this really like how many like how many smart sounding words can we cram into a sense? Reality Bites did that a lot. And now don't get me wrong. I loved Reality Bites. It was a great film. But no one talks like that. Like Mm -hmm. the way uh, Troy and um, Lelena talked and argued, it was so specific that I was just like, man, this is the most articulate fight amongst like. Like a, you know, like a a couch surfer and a girl with no job who's using her gas card to pay her way through. Like, is this really the conversation that you guys would have? Especially Zendaya's character, because it was, um, you know, she's an ex-drug addict and she's like, you know, coming from nothing. She wouldn't necessarily that the type of articulation she had in there doesn't. And it's not that they can't talk that way. They obviously can. But it's it's, it doesn't it doesn't help you fully realize that character because you. If she if she is you know much more articulate now, there's no um, period. There's, there's no you know it's it's like if somebody was used to be a drug addict and down on their luck and like slummy or whatever, but they're articulate now in the middle of a fight, then that part of it would come out a little bit or something like that. Oh, Whereas like uh, I don't know, it just felt like the the, the it just dialogue felt, was a it little felt like I I don't know. I guess it wasn't necessarily that I couldn't see that maybe. They did talk that way, not all the time though, because like who does that? And I don't, I don't know anybody. You know, I would find that annoying if somebody was constantly. Um, it like bordered they, on performance art. Yeah, their their dialogue felt like you were reading a review. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. the way that reviews and articles are written, yeah. the structure of them, and where hey, every that could word have been a choice, and it, we don't get it, but it just, it was like, um, yeah, it was almost distracting because the 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 pace of the two of the two actors was so well done and their chemistry was unbelievable and and it was so good and and all that stuff so you really wanted to buy into that and then every now and then there a phrase would be uttered and you'd be like that's kind of weird that they would go yeah you'd be so angry but you'd be so articulate yeah yeah because it was the the um, the emotional. Although I can get a little articulate when I'm angry. I was gonna say, <laughs> you do have this habit of trying to throw in a fan, but not like not a paragraph of it. Yeah. You know, it seems like. I'll start like... doing that when we argue. I could just start <laughs> quoting Shakespeare or something. It seemed scripted. That was the problem. Yeah. Was that some of their dialogue in these really intense moments when. Where where in between some of the cruelest things were being said, they would sort of go off into this very scripted type tangent, and that was a little bit distracting. It didn't ruin the movie, but I do like I felt it when I was just like I don't know. I I've never in my life had an argument with anyone that was that articulate through the entire argument. Yeah, 
because that's sort of like where you put your guard down. Him, like, okay, I get it a little bit because he's like a pretentious filmmaker, so yeah. he might sort of put on that act a bit more mm -hmm. because it's part of his job. Yeah. But I felt like she was supposed to be the grounding character. Mm -hmm. And so, so many times it was just, it was like a literary argument between them. And yeah, it was yeah. just like, it. you start to feel like, I don't know if I can relate to this in this moment right now, because now I, I feel like this this was scripted. But yeah. anyway, I mean, aside from that, the, um, the, the pace was great because you have to be really careful how you write these things. And you have to have an amazing story when you only have two people. Yeah. Um, and I think for some people that would throw them out, right? I don't want to have to focus on two people for nearly two hours. Yeah. I love it. Because yeah. to me, that's like an act. Like if you can hold someone's attention for two hours, yeah. Tom Hardy and Locke, he was yeah. the only actor in that film in a car. He didn't even move. You know what I mean? Or Ryan he went Reynolds from in, uh, yeah, buried. I think. Yeah. You know, when you have someone confined in a space and they're holding your attention, that one actor, that's an amazing feat. So I wasn't like, oh, no, I... I didn't expect it to be bad. Actually, I expected it to be really good because mm. I was like, "Look, if you're if you're going this, in, yeah. if you're going in with two good actors and they're the only actors, they're probably going to do a really good job. I'm pretty sure of that." Um, so the 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 dynamic between them was exhausting to say the least. Um, yet at the end of it, I wasn't sure if they shouldn't be together. Yeah, you know, I think initially when it started and they really started sort of taking the gloves off, I was like, "Oh no." No, no, no. This, <laughs> this yeah. is a toxic relationship. I don't know. It's hard because you don't know what other fights have been. You don't really know the extent of their relationship up until this point because there was a there was a, a moment where he says that this is the worst fight they've ever had. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, do, do, do these characters deserve each other? Should they not be together? Is their relationship toxic? And, like, and that all is going to inform – and that and everybody has their own threshold for that, and that is going to inform the viewer – of they if they feel like because I think he did a really good job at towing that line. There's some people are going to say they shouldn't be together. Who the you know they said some really mean things to each mm -hmm. other. You know just to hurt each other. Um, and you're going to have some people see those moments in between where there was genuine love for one another. Um, so I thought that he towed that line really well. I think when he says that it's the worst fight that they've ever had, it isn't because this issue is the worst problem that they've had and that's why the fight is so bad. I think no, she's I don't just assume been so. I mean, biting she cheated on tongue. him and, you know, there's been other issues that they brought up. Yeah, but. I, but I think she's, you know, I think that their fights prior it's, has been a lot of her biting her tongue. So some of the complaints that I was hearing were, of people were like, oh, she's just a nag. Um, I, I mean, it saddens me that people can't read further into it. It really wasn't about the thank you. Like, yeah, it is, but it's not. Yeah. It, it's, you know, that was kind of what, caused her to spill over yeah but it wasn't really that um my only complaint was in the scene where she picks up the knife i immediately knew this was a performance yeah um and so i'm thinking you've been with this person for five years have they ever picked up a knife before yeah or like you know i know she says the thing about her meds yeah but it's like you would have seen that erratic behavior days yeah. prior to been like, you've been, you know, she's been acting kind of weird and now she's holding a knife. So, oh my God. So as soon as she did that, I don't know, maybe it's an actor thing because as an actor, I'm like, oh, I'd be like, oh, you don't think I'd be a fucking better, I'll show you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's an actor thing, maybe so, but, but he is a filmmaker. Like if he was a banker, 
I'd be like, well, he didn't see it coming. Yeah. You know, but as a director and as a filmmaker, you should have known that she was putting on a performance yeah. to prove a point. So the fact that he seemed genuinely scared in that moment was like, yeah. come on. Like, even yeah. I knew, like, she's she's putting on an act because it was too, like, quick, yeah. quick, you know? Yeah. Um, it was, she just went from, like, completely contained to a manic state. And uh, so I was like, that was a little bit. But I mean, the the things that, the things that they would say to each other and how they said them um, was like there were moments where even in, in there was a moment at the tub when he comes over yeah. to the side of her, not when he's at the foot of the tub, but when he's at the side and he goes into his spiel there that I, I mean, I was actually crying because it was like, even though he was being so mean, no. you can tell how much he loved her. And it yeah. was just like this man. But, uh, you know, very he was passionate people. Yeah, they were very passionate. And um I, f I felt like they it was the, it was the 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 cruel iron irony of it all right where he's it's no holds barred and he's telling her all these things about herself that nobody would really want to hear mm. and he's telling her how she doesn't really have anything going on and that's why she hangs on everything that he does yeah. and that she needs to feel like everything's because of her and she needs to feel important and she needs to feel validated and then the irony of the literal tantrum that he threw reading his review, yeah. which is like, yeah, kind of like you were just, so you're yeah. hanging on the word of someone you don't even like yeah. or care about. And yet, you know, your your entire existence and your importance as a filmmaker is hanging on these this person's words. Like, why does it matter? And so the fact that he didn't see that, I thought that was really well done. The yeah. way there's things about ourselves that we don't see, that our partner sees, and we don't say Unless we have really bad moments and then all of a sudden, like, you unleash. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he was the more vindictive in his delivery, but she seemed to have more precise things to say. Yeah, yeah. And um, but, but it was back and forth. You know, he he made good, valid points, mm -hmm. um, but so did she, just in different ways, which she does address that he... It, she says at one point, and I'm not, it's not verbatim, but, uh, you know, that... He had made his point, but he had to keep yeah. going yeah. and completely destroy her verbally because he couldn't just let it be about the point that he was making. Yeah. That's who he is and that's his personality. And um, the only thing, I, like the thing that I found most exhausting, what actually wasn't even the fight. It was the fact that they had these bipolar moments yeah. where they would have, they would say the meanest things and you'd be like, okay, so now the fight's over, right? They would be happy and then kind of like, Five seconds later, another fight started. Yeah. Same fight, yes. But still, it was, I think that happened, what, three times? Yeah. That I was like, again? Yeah, I mean, I get I that a from nap. a structure point because you can't just have one long argument. Exactly. Or, you know, you have to and have And you these... can't take an hour break between it. Yeah. So you have to have these moments. But yeah, that was like, that's what, you know, made it feel exhausting. It's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, here we go Thought again. we were over this. I would have, I would have, I could have dealt with one less fight. Yeah. Like if it had just extended out, you know what I mean? I just felt like it, it went in and came out. I mean, even after the first fight, I was actually confused because I was like, I thought this movie was about like a giant disagreement. And then this is already over when they're, she makes the first like Lego comment yeah. on the couch. And I'm like, oh, they're fine. Yeah. So I didn't see another fight coming. Yeah. And then they were fine. And then another fight. You yeah. know? <laughs> it was just like, and then they were fine. And I was like, oh my God. I am so exhausted. Um, but I think that was the point. 
if you've ever had those arguments, and they're always at like 2 a.m. I don't yeah. know why those fights never occur at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or at yeah. some convenient time. It's always like first thing in the morning before you have to go to work, so you're pissed off yeah. all day. Or when you're like, we we're just about to go to sleep. Yeah. Or we just got home from something like they did. And yeah. now we're going to fight till 5 a.m. And the next day is wrecked. Yeah. Um, and that's just how it happens. And I think that's probably because it's the end of the night and you're tired. It's like the way kids and toddlers get cranky. Yeah. And that's when these things happen because your guard is down and you're tired and you're vulnerable. And then it's like, boom, fight. Yeah. Um, but I just thought, like, I thought it was just really, really well done. It was one of, one of the... The better thing, I mean, look, the year's just started, but I think it's going to be one of the better films this year. Yeah, I think so. Definitely in the top ten. It's just it it uh, it was it was really creative, and uh, and I appreciated mm -hmm. both of them as actors. They're like I totally bought that they were a couple. Mm -hmm. Totally bought that. Um, his tantrum trying to find his wallet was like such a yeah such a thing that i could see happening and his response to where finding, was it never mind never it doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't <laughs> it's not matter. important i think he says yes yeah, where was it? it's not important um that kind of you know back and forth that they had was so amazing like it yeah. just it's so good yeah, i love actually, that those those kind of more because you have these fights that were like really just raw and 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 mean and 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 stuff and then you have these fights that are just almost comical yeah you know, and but th but it still fit within the tone, you know, because we've all been in those arguments where it's like you can't kind of can't believe you're actually arguing about this, but here here mm -hmm. we are, and but it's kind of funny having a nothing fight, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I thought those those moments were done really well, and and just those moments of like you're fighting, like the the moment that they're fighting, and then he gets the news about the review, yes, and they have to shift from fighting to like being genuinely like happy for each other mm -hmm. in that moment of, if, you know, so you're still angry, you're still very angry, but you still want to, you know, like he wasn't happy with some of the stuff. So, so she was there supporting him and saying, you're good, even though she was so mad, like there's just those little Because it wasn't that, like tied up, yeah. it got interrupted. And so even though they tried to have a happy moment afterwards, uh, I knew like as soon as he got up, I was like, oh, she's gonna, you know. Because yeah. I think he said something like uh, "happy thoughts" or something like, yeah. to, and you know, you saw her fa the the that uh, transition for her facially, where she goes from smiling to suddenly you're like, "Oh shit, it's not over." <laughs> like, um, was brilliant. Yeah, she's a very, very, very good actor. Very good actor. Mm -hmm. um, I think I I I really hope to see her in in more stuff. You know, she. My initial. She's already been in a lot of stuff. No, she has. I mean, I think most people know her for Euphoria. Like a lot of people, are like, oh yeah, Zendaya. When they think of Zendaya, they think of Euphoria. I hadn't. I had heard of her, but I hadn't. I had initially. I think the first thing I saw her in was Spider Man, yeah. and her character was the one, the one that I liked the most. I really wasn't into the film very much, but yeah. her character, as small as it was, the part, it, you know, she didn't take up that much time. But I thought that the way she played the part was so good. And yeah. I was like, oh, I love this guy. Like, I would watch a whole movie about that character. <laughs> and uh, I hope she, they're doing more, right? Isn't she? Yeah. Like, yeah, I hope they focus more on her because I well, think. I don't know it, about that, but. Well, yeah. I hope they do because it, it, it it's wasteful. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the Denzel. Thing. It's like, I, I hate when you put really strong actors in parts that are too small for them because mm -hmm. it's like, I just want to see more of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I could see that. I'm really, I'm, you know, 
No shade to Tom Holland, right? <laughs> Tom Holland. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. I know. It's not his fault. He's just like, he's everywhere all the time. Yeah. It's just like, and I think it's also because that I've just seen Spider-Man made so many times with so many freaking people that I'm just like, I don't even care who's in the suit anymore. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going for the supporting roles. Who's there? Yeah. Who are the villains and who's the sidekick? Like that's, I'm more interested in them. I don't even care about Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this was really, really, really good film. I definitely recommend it. Uh, we've ruined the whole thing if you haven't seen it already. So yeah, but um, I, I, I really liked this. I, you know, it was interesting because I, I had a, I have a script, a, an outline of a script that's similar to this, just in that it's only two people, not uh, it. It's two people in a relationship, so yeah, it's it's similar that there is the argument and stuff. But um, well, no, just watching this, I'm like, I don't know that I'll ever finish that <laughs> because this is like, I don't, I don't know that I could write it in a way that would hold people's attention. I mean, it wouldn't be a feature though. Also, it was a short, oh, yeah. so it's different. But um, you know, I think back on that. And I'm like, I, I I see that outline just sitting there in my computer. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Well, not with that attitude. I don't think I'm going to be able to hold attention that way. It's mm. a, it's a, There's a very specific way of writing something. like Because you can't rely on the zany co-star, that like supporting actor that steals the show. They don't exist. There's yeah. nothing else to focus on. It's just you. Yeah. It's I mean, just I'm, you. Yeah. I think you should finish it. I have a ton of, like, it's like one of 30 things that I should be finishing. But yeah, um, yeah I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. And so um, so next week, we have Kat Lindsay. 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 Actor. Extraordinaire. Filmmaker. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. She's just an extraordinaire. She is. She is. It's true. Yeah. I can't deny it. Um, so she'll be on the show. So we'll be chatting with her about her experience as an actor, making her first film, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be watching other stuff. There's a whole bunch of things that came out on Amazon. Mm. Uh, also, I bitched and moaned about St. Maud recently. Yeah. And so it's out, apparently. Oh. Um. I didn't even know it. That's oh. how little advertising was made because it, I saw the trailer a gajillion years ago. And so the film's been out, but um, I think you have to rent it. Mm. So I do want to see it. Um, I heard some not so great things about it. So I'll still watch it because it's an A24. And yeah. I generally generally watch anything that that, that, that company make, yeah. produces. But um, yeah, so that is out. There's a couple things that I'm really excited to see that are out. So we'll be reviewing some good stuffs. And uh, also, uh, Your Honor, yeah. we'll be talking about that. It's on Showtime. Yep. And I believe today is the last episode of it. We wanted yeah. to wait to just, we didn't want to go episode to episode. You know, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. So um, I would just recommend, I'll recommend it now as a watch. And this way yeah. you have a little time, a couple weeks. We'll talk about that. Yep. Shout outs. Shout outs are we, the MoGraph. <laughs> dot com's website <laughs> are we words um yes to them to them and only no well for now well there's um, a well, yeah what's brandon a has a new yeah, podcast, brandon's podcast. Uh, beacon this is beacon or well it would help if we knew the actual name of it that's usually <laughs> usually a little bit more helpful when you're shouting out so um brandon lillard who um does steady geekin but is kind of on hiatus now has a From new that, yeah has a new podcast um, that he's working with other people on. That's it's a collaborative effort mm -hmm. that's local here. Yep, this and is Beacon. It's called This Is Beacon, 
So uh, check them out. We'll add them in here and, and you can check them out. If you're local, then you can appreciate the stuffs. So maybe if you're not local too, you can kind of get something out of it. Why not? Because yeah. it's stories well, about it... people that are just local, but it's, the story is still relevant to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you have a film, movie, show, web series thing or something like that that you want us to check out. Send it our way. Send it our way. And then that'll be that. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.